Hello, everybody. This is Taylor Kramer, a local podcast host and producer, and I am collaborating with the city of Traverse City as well as some local media members to bring you information in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic. I think that living in a rural community or a town like Traverse City, you can feel exempt from maybe some of the more national or international headlines. However, We also need to be aware that the news and the spread of this disease can change very quickly. And I wanted to find a format that we could distill down what is happening on a national, international level and also get the perspective of how it can relate to us in this local community. Today is April 1st, 2020. This is Amy Shamro, Mayor Pro Tem of the City of Traverse City. All right. Well, welcome back to the show. Thanks for being on today. Thanks for having Um, me, Taylor. Yeah, what is happening on a local or state level that you'd like to talk about? Um, well, first of all, we got the update on cases today. So um, total in the state, we're at over 9,000 uh, with deaths. We're over 300. And of course, as we've talked about before, those numbers are climbing. But, um, you know, as the state has been pulling ahead and leading, if you will, in the nation on some of these statistics, I, I think it's kind of important to at least keep an eye on that so that as they continue to jump, we're not all surprised. But as we've mentioned before, it's just going to keep keep rising for the next few weeks just as testing becomes more available, as we're working to tamp it down, but some people are showing symptoms and, and other um, reactions like that that we're seeing. So uh, that just got updated at 3 o'clock. Uh, the Michigan.gov COVID-19 site updates it every day at that time if people are interested. Um also, I think I had mentioned last time I was on that the stay-at-home order, executive order 2020-21 has clarified that um, homes that people are traveling to need to either be used by the owner or for COVID-19-related uses. So if people are putting up those short-term rentals um, for doctors or nurses or needed personnel to stay in, that's okay, but you can't just be renting it to vacationers. Um, I know that was a conversation you and I had about um, concerns about people coming up from the Detroit area and other places as they're coming coming up here thinking that maybe it's safer or just to get away. Um, people are still allowed to come to their property that they own, but the short-term rental usage has been um, barred as part of that executive order that was our stay-at-home order. Um, also, at the same time, the Grand Traverse County Health Department has actually issued a public health advisory. So residents returning to Michigan from anywhere, um, especially places with high COVID-19 exposure, but really anywhere, are asked to self-quarantine for 14 days when they get home, get back here. So that means whether it's, um, you know, friends, family coming back from a, maybe a vacation where they got caught out and are just making their way back now, or family that are, um, you know, maybe grandparents or parents that are coming back from uh, trips to Arizona and Florida that a lot of pe- people do, our snowbirds, if you will, they're being asked to for- self-quarantine for 14 days. Um, so, rem- and especially for those seniors, a reminder that the Commission on Aging at the Senior Center is um, providing meals. Um, they're doing some grocery shopping, um, but they are trying to move towards prepared meals now, I think, for um, controlling the amount of contact the food is, is having with people before they're delivered. Um, so that is available. And even if people are, again, coming back from other places, they can call up Commission on Aging and get right put into that so they don't have to worry about breaking a quarantine. Um, also, 
there's uh, in general been a lot of calls to a lot of agencies about taxes and getting their taxes filed, both seniors looking for help and other people looking for paperwork. And that's just a reminder too, this is a smaller thing, but as people are kind of trying to do their day to day, um, that the tax filing deadline is been extended to or has been extended to July 15th. So those are some of the really big immediate things that have had action so far. Um, oh, one more, I'm sorry, that I almost forgot about is BETA, Bay Area Transportation Authority, has um, decided to eliminate for the time being their Bay Line, which is the free route that's rather popular around town, um, just to cut down on non-essential travel. Their city loop, their senior transportation, the village loops, the city and village demands, as well as the dial-a-ride are all still in service. So there are services if people need them, but that free route has been eliminated as of today. So those are some of the immediate updates of action that has been taken, um, kind of affecting everybody's day-to-day life out there. Okay. Do you expect now that Florida has issued a statewide stay-at-home order that there might be a lot of uh, people like leaving the state then, taking this opportunity to come back home to Michigan within the next week or so? Is that- I, yeah, I would suspect that we're going to see some people. I know some people just rent when they go down there or have other short-term contracts and maybe don't have the luxury of having two homes, um, so they don't have the option of staying. I think those that do, I'm hearing, might just decide to stay put instead of risking travel. Um, other people are starting to make their way home. So again, if those, if they are, or if you, they're listening to this or family or friends are listening to it, just kind of give them the heads up that obviously we're still dealing with it out here. We've got, had a couple of cases trickling in over the last few days and, uh, we're certainly not immune here. As we talked about in the last one, we had our first community transmission. So again, imploring them to just take a, do a 14 day self quarantine. Um, again, that population of, snowbirds, if you will, tends to be older. So do reach out to Commission on Aging and other resources. If you're a family member, maybe help by, uh, if you can drop off supplies for that 14 days before they get home. Um, But definitely just quarantine and and lockdown if they are going to come back and those who can maybe encourage them to stay down there longer too. Okay. Yeah, that is a good, that is a good thing to recommend is if someone is up here and they might have parents who are returning or grandparents who are returning back to the area is to to do some of those things that's going to be able to allow them to limit their movement once they do return to their home, I think is really important because, you know, with Florida just now um, issuing that statewide stay at home order, they are a little bit behind what Michigan has done. And so, you know, maybe they were at an increased risk. Absolutely. And then the other side of the coin too is, um, like we said, we've had community transmissions up here already, which means it's per- it's for their benefit, too, if they tend to be in that more at-risk category. They might already have been exposed in Florida because of their slower response or other places. But also, you know, we have had a community transmission here, so the less they're out in the public, the better in general, but certainly don't start them off from traveling into from a travel situation then into, like, having to get necessities and exposing themselves to a whole new group as well. Yeah. And just revisiting when we had implored people to treat uh, those that are coming from out of town respectfully. Now, as we are getting into April and we will be getting into May soon, too, this is the normal time when people start to transition to coming up north. And so not not everybody's movement is related to COVID-19. So we have to also remember that is April. It's, it's really normal for people to to move back to some of the properties that they might have in northern Michigan. And it just so happens to be coinciding with coronavirus. So the quarantine period definitely needs to be observed for sure. 
Absolutely. And, and as you wisely pointed out too, I think sometimes there's this misconception and certainly like the convert, the example you gave of the, you know, pregnant woman coming up because she thinks it's safer, but the resources are tapped. Likewise, we have people that, you know, have a certain maybe budget that they're living on and they're, they can get out of this cold for a few months, but the budget just doesn't last long enough to withhold them. So yeah, I don't think everybody needs to be treating everybody who might be coming back here as um, doing it maliciously. I think sometimes there's just circumstances that are beyond people's controls. But again, that that's why we ask that they do that quarantine and um, just ask that pe- that neighbors and organizations and people help where they can with who they can, no matter no matter what the circumstance. All right. Is there anything else locally or statewide that you'd want to touch on? Uh, the only thing I'd say that like to first of all, statewide to look towards is it's expected. And I know Beth mentioned it yesterday. We still haven't quite gotten the order about what's going to happen with school yet, uh, the schools yet. Um, But that does seem to be coming either expected either later today or tomorrow still. Um, TBASD is kind of thinking that that'll be a determination. And I think they're all, all the school districts are ramping up for that and trying to figure out what comes next. And, um, as far as the information I have is um, school lunch, the food distribution that's been going on will continue for now. Um, certainly if that changes at all, we'll update as soon as we can. But those who might need it with uh, families or just, um, you know, have been relying on that, that should still continue to be available. Excellent. Well, if there's not any, I mean, is this where we should leave the people? Is there anything um, else? Well, the only thing I would just say, and it's kind of a, more of a procedural thing. Um, the county commission just met this morning. Um, I found it rather interesting that they met with four of their members in person at the um, governmental center. Well, three others chose to call in, um, but they will be moving to what we've kind of described. The city commission is, is already moved to, which is all online for the foreseeable future. Um, the city commission has a regular meeting coming up on Monday Um, I think we'll be using video this time, so you should be able to see us. But just to kind of put a little gentle reminder out to everybody that um, we certainly, the local government is certainly not trying to push things through. We're following all our regular procedures, but we are following our regular procedures right now and trying to operate subnormal business as well as some of the reacting and and adjusting to these you know, emergency orders and other things that have come through. So we are going to be having business at our meetings. Um, and so that is something that people are encouraged to tune into, if you will. Um, you can go to grandtravers.org, which is the um, county commission page. And right on the front, they have a meetings and agenda button. It takes you to where you can live stream, the number to call in. Um, you can always email that commission, uh, if you go to the agenda, there's all kinds of instructions on how to participate. City commission is the same. If you go, uh, it should be posted tomorrow. Um, but if you go to traversecitymi.gov, um, our agendas are always up there. You can actually even subscribe to our agendas. So there's a button where you'll get emailed every time one gets posted. So you don't even have to go to the site. Um, and I, just the same, um, as we did last time we had a meeting, we had, um, kind of big list at the beginning, but it basically was instructions on how you can participate in the meeting. So just kind of a reminder to people that we're not, you know, everything that's being discussed has been previously introduced at this point, or it's being introduced and um, probably no action taken, but we're doing a little bit of the business as usual, just to keep things going. We've got permitting and housing and other things that are going on that 
some of it, the stuff that can't wait, the things that need some action are going to be, we're going to see some action made over the next month. We're not trying to overdo it. We're not trying to overwhelm people. I know the, um, this is the time of year we usually get presentations from different departments ahead of the budget, and they're going to try to cut those down or move them from being actual presentations to online viewable documents or, or PowerPoints. Um, so we're not trying to overwhelm people with this new format, but we are going to continue doing business because we do have things like budgets we need to get through um, preparing for and past. So just to just to remind people that there is still business going on and they should still feel like they can participate. And a lot of that is available online and easy access. And we do want people participating. Awesome. Yeah, that's really good to know is that, you know, some of these things do have to continue despite the strange kind of landscape that we're in right now. And it's not an, an, uh, an insensitivity to what's happening. It's just needing to find ways to still move forward. Exactly. Well, thank you so much. It's really helpful as always. And we'll talk again soon. Thanks, Taylor. Have a great day. Right. You too.